Welcome to the live Sunday show. Once again, we are live here in the B101.5 studios. Ted Schubel is here alongside. And of course, as always here at B101.5, we are committed to not only letting you know how you can help during this time of crisis, but also how you can get help. Uh, Ted, here we are yet again. On another week where the numbers have skyrocketed for the coronavirus. Yep, and, keeps uh, going. We're not, keeps going. We have not reached, I think, some states on the West Coast maybe on the downswing, but uh, not around here. No, not around here. And it was funny. We were just talking that I believe it was last Sunday uh, when we came in to do the uh, live Sunday show that, you know, I was saying, wow, hitting that 2,000 deaths mm-hmm. mark in the country was such a, a such a big deal. I thought, oh, my gosh, what a crazy marker and then here we are over i believe eight thousand uh this morning or close to it wow that shows um, you in the, in the in the course of a and week in just a week um and, and and everyone has sort of been saying that we've heard that sort of from the top down from the white house to everywhere else that here we are in these couple of weeks critical weeks here the and it's also interesting locally on wednesday the number locally was 45 today when the numbers are released when the health department releases the numbers this morning we'll go over 70 yeah so that's from wednesday to to today we'll we'll go from 45 to over 70. it's crazy um and it is critical weeks that it, it seems like that is an agreement from everybody local to you know state government to uh the federal government we are in critical weeks here we have had one death in this area and it's it's interesting i know somebody in my own family knew somebody who who was diagnosed this week with it and so we're starting to see that as as the numbers go up, you hear you hear cases here and there of, of people who know someone. Oh, definitely. Who has it? So and, and that's going to now continue to increase. Yeah, Mary Washington Healthcare, of course, uh, the sponsor of our show here on the Sunday morning show. We, uh, we our thoughts are with all of our healthcare workers during this time, as as that continues to be more critical as well. Um, and the last uh, the last update that they released on their website which has a ton of great information by the way if you uh, have a chance to go and visit their website marywashingtonhealthcare.com but they um they were talking about in the area more than 6400 known cases this includes um 100 deaths in the dc maryland virginia so they grouped all of those together dc maryland virginia uh for all of those uh you know grouped together and 52 um coronavirus related deaths just in the state of virginia so when when you hear like one number two numbers locally in your city Mm -hmm. statewide you know there's certainly a bigger number if you include maryland dc there's a bigger number but always look at those what they're including when you read those numbers that's really important because sometimes you see numbers and you freak out um and you're like wait you know 25 50 people you know happened in fredericksburg no maybe that's you know including the region including the the state including maryland dc so you kind of just be careful of the information not only that you take in but also that you pass along oh it is there's it is you're right there's it's it's it, it it covers the whole thing because the numbers that, that we look at typically here are Fredericksburg, Stafford, Spotsylvania, King George, and Caroline. The and the numbers have been fairly small, uh, relatively speaking. But yeah. you get up to Prince William, it gets bigger, 
and it gets to Fairfax and it just blows up. And we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, even going just outside of the Fredericksburg area, Fredericksburg City area, uh, into Stafford being yep. having bigger numbers uh, in our region. Stafford having a big jump in numbers there. But uh, one of the the one of the critical resources that we use, the uh, Rappahannock Area Health District, um, they, along with the White House, have come out recommending. Uh, that people cover their faces when they go out in public mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, so that is another piece of new information that I know got talked about a lot last week. And um, so there's been a lot of discussion on, okay, so now every time we leave our house, should we have face covering? Should we have something? Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the overall recommendation. It's a recommendation. Yeah, Dr. Stern yesterday with the, the health district came out with a, a statement um, recommending that, like you say. Yeah. Um, and he had a lot to say, actually. And there, there was a lot involved in that. And uh, there's there's an encourage they are encouraging the use of homemade masks by the general population, not the healthcare providers, mm-hmm. because they need a different kind of mask. So right. those things are very important. Um, and did you have something from uh, Dr. Stern on on what he had to say? Not not particularly on this. It, it, it deals with, with 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 something else. If you you've got his his statement is on our is on our Facebook yes, page. Yes, it's a very good statement actually. And you had the statement. I didn't know if you you wanted to read parts of that. No. So he said uh, it's been confirmed that many, if not most, persons with uh, COVID nineteen are asymptomatic or with mild symptoms, um, but still contagious, and that you can be contagious for at least two days before coming down with symptoms. These are some of the reasons they're they're making the suggestion. By the way, so right. there's an increasing justification for masks for the general public really really good statement about um the suggested use of masks now or covering of the face and he was saying that it's important that uh you do not use this instead of social distancing mm-hmm. wearing some sort of face covering now i did have to go out for a short time yesterday uh to pick up some things and i most of the people that i saw well not most i'd say half probably half wearing some sort of covering okay so that word is getting out yeah um and and it's just it's very important so uh his statement continued uh he was talking about if you uh this is important to emphasize that masks do not serve to protect you from having germs uh that's the role of the n95 mask which is for a must for healthcare providers um and so uh, he said, uh, he went on to say, the use of homemade masks by the general population is so important. Please share this with your friends, families, your churches. Uh, here we are on Palm Sunday. doesn't even feel like Palm Sunday no, no. in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I know a lot of uh, churches are doing uh, are doing drive-through stuff or doing... Uh, yeah, that's become a thing now. It you go to the parking lot and you, you park, it's like being at a drive-in. But uh, right. a number of churches doing that. Most still are doing something over the, uh, some something online, yeah. either, either on YouTube or, or or something on Facebook. And they're they're all having to get very creative. I know that, and it's I know this is is a crazy difficult time to try to figure that out. I mean, I, I'm thinking about uh, my parents' church that you know the pastor of the church put out a video the other day of how to make uh, the communion bread at home, and you <laughs> know, yeah, and it's all just so different. It really is, but so important. Um, it's so important that you, uh, that you do this. So it, this has been a new, um, a new update as far as like something from last week wearing the mask. And, yeah. and that's been a big concern. Should you do it? How do you do it? The Surgeon General actually put out a good video mm-hmm. about making your own mask without having to, 
you know, sew anything or put anything like that. You get very easy. So those videos are circulating, which is probably a good idea to check those out to get some instruction. Yep, those are those those are the new things. Again, as as we were talking a little bit earlier, D about. The, the, the latest number, 68 cases in this region. Stafford, 35, 15 in Spotsylvania, 8 in Fredericksburg, 7 in King George, 1 in Carolina. You mentioned uh, Dr. Uh, Donald Stern, the interim director of the Rappahannock Area Health District. Middle of the week, uh, he was part of a town hall that uh, Mary Washington uh, Hosp- Mary Washington Healthcare did at, uh, at the hospital, and he talked about uh, those numbers. Some would wonder, well, what's up with Stafford County? Why is that? Well, it's right adjacent to Northern Virginia, which seems to be at least this part of the state's epicenter for this disease. And remember, this is a person-to-person transmitted disease. So it's not this monster that's going to crawl through the night and somehow get you. It's transmitted from person to person. And so that individual who's ill coughs or sneezes uh, and transmits those viruses through what are called respiratory droplets to the next individual through the air. Uh, Studies have shown that uh, if you're at a distance of six feet or more, you're probably okay. Uh, Also, you remember that it's uh, contact surfaces that this disease is transmitted by. So on your hands, uh, touching a surface, the next person who comes along, for example, on a doorknob, touches the doorknob, they pick up hundreds, maybe thousands of viruses and, and then touch their hand mucous membranes, mouth, nose, and they may contract the disease. Uh, Another interesting thing about this is that we're seeing a rise in cases already. We started out a couple weeks ago seeing one or two cases a day, then it came to three cases a day. We've had eight new cases in the last 24 hours reported to us in this health district. So we're on that upslope. That's going to continue to rise probably for the next several weeks. And then hopefully it'll plateau off and we'll start seeing that come down. One of the ways we're going to continue to count the cases, one of the ways we determine whether people can go back to work, go back to church, start hugging your grandmother again, is once those ICU admissions start dropping off, the number of cases start dropping off, we may be able to ease off. That's going to be a governor's decision, of course. We know from the data that 80% of these cases are mild to moderate disease and can handle it okay at home. But I'm telling you, this is a bad disease. Uh, I walked through the emergency room today and visited the ICU, spoke to the physicians in both centers here at Mary Washington Healthcare. Uh, I was impressed, first of all, with the professional demeanor of the staff, but also the seriousness that they take this disease. And this is different than the flu or the inflammatory process that you get with the flu virus, this virus can really take you down. And I'm talking about primarily those who are elderly and those with underlying debilitating disease, such as diabetes, heart disease, chronic pulmonary disease, liver, kidney disease. Those folks need to be staying at home for sure. Ill folks, stay away from them. Uh, And those folks, elderly and those with chronic debilitating disease, stay away from from sick sick folks. This is a serious disease. 
the headline there, this is a serious disease. This is a bad disease. Yeah, I mean, and it's nice to hear, you know, the um, encouraging words of, yes, most cases are mild. Mm-hmm. Most can be dealt with at home, but it is a serious disease. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that is something that a lot of people have to weigh out when they're having symptoms. And speaking of, I mean, that's been a big concern. A lot of questions coming in uh, regarding testing sites in the area. There's not a ton of information about testing sites. There aren't a lot of testing sites yeah. in the Fredericksburg region. So um, if you have questions about should you go, where should you go, when should you go, a couple of things uh, that you can have on hand for, for information. There is a uh, Mary Washington Healthcare uh, Health Link nurse line that's available from 6 a.m. to midnight. And that number is 540-741-1000. Again, most of these, uh, most of this uh, information you can find on the Mary Washington Healthcare website, which has a, a ton of great information. But there's a nurse line, so you can ask questions about, the, here's what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Should I go somewhere? Um, and, and maybe that's all you need is to talk with a nurse because you're feeling anxious about some of the symptoms. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've said the same thing. You know, you wake up in the morning and you have a sore throat or Oh, you no. feel like a little flushed and you might have a fever and it's important to kind of check those things and keep that keep your anxiety low but maybe have a phone number like a nurse line that you can yeah. you can call and ask those questions the other thing is uh it, you know we've been uh very happy to know that uh, better med urgent care came out with testing sites in our area mm-hmm. um and they have curbside exams and testing at several locations including uh the fredericksburg location um, Ashland, Short Pump in Richmond, uh, Regency Square. They also have one in Chester, uh, south of Richmond. They have two in North Carolina that are Charlotte, North Carolina, and Matthews, North Carolina. But here's the thing. They are by appointment only. You do have to schedule your appointment online. And the last we heard, that was obviously, as you can expect, very full with yeah. the appointments at BetterMed. So as, as great as that is to have that, you, you do need to know before you can't just show up. That's the important thing. They need to get ready for you. Uh, So that's really the important thing. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about uh, some of our area businesses. As you know, we've been doing uh, a lot for our area businesses and all we can in our in our case here at here at B101.5 with our local business spotlight. So if any area business would like to get in on that, uh, it is free. It's on our website at B1015.com keyword spotlight just to get your message out there. Um, It's it's nice to see some of our people getting together as far as like uh, Fredericksburg City Council and Stafford and uh, King George and Caroline. It's nice to see all of them getting together and kind of coming up with a plan. I know that the uh, City Council is going to do some sort of special meeting uh, Tuesday, I think. Tuesday night. Um, and so they'll be discussing some of the economics as far as like the, the businesses go and how that's all takes meeting after meeting after meeting to get all of that ironed out. Uh, between all of the places. But you've had a good opportunity, Ted, to spend some time with our area business owners and sort of see how this is impacting them day to day. Yeah, we're going to, we got a couple of examples here. Downtown right now, a lot of over 60 businesses downtown have done special windows just to try to, um, just to try to lift people's Lighten spirits. in the mood a bit. And, yeah. and I, I think also their own in, in, in putting it, it together. We uh, walked the downtown the other day with Scarlett Ponza, the, uh, the pawn shop studio and gallery on, on Caroline Street, and talked about that. We wanted to put a positive message to the community as well, is that, yes, we're closed, but, you know, we still, downtown can still play an important role Um in sending out positive messages to the community. So when you see the windows, you see a lot of messages of, you know, we're in this together. 
um, there's just a lot of messages of love yeah. <laughs> um, for the community and it's hard for the business owners um, if it's one thing we all have in common as business owners downtown is we opened up our stores downtown because we believe in this community and we love this community and we can't express that right now um, with our stores being closed so this was one simple way to do that we still have our windows and if we can fill those windows up with a little bit of positivity and joy um, for the month of April then it was one small small thing we could do if it's one thing I've seen in the last two three weeks is how quick the small businesses have been able to change what they do to accommodate the situation to accommodate the community so whether it's restaurants accepting donations and then donating food um, to um, uh, retirement homes or hospital workers or whether it's restaurants that have switched everything so they could do their own deliveries in curbside pickup to you know stores um, really boosting their their online presence and social media presence it's in some way a lot the last two weeks a lot of businesses have worked harder than they ever had and you know of course you don't see that the public doesn't see that yeah. to be able to make these little changes it's been you know 24 7 for about two weeks um, to kind of switch what we could do so that we can accommodate um, and survive for the next you know um, couple months and we don't think about just the stress. The yes. stress we're all under, but the stress yes. you as business owners, yes. it's got to be there. It is. Uh, it's unprecedented. It's something we've never had to experience. And I feel like it's, what a test. It's such a yeah. test right now of, of your, you know, of like, uh, it's just a big test. It's a one big test. And the only solace I have in this whole situation is that we are going through this together. It, it has affected every aspect of my life like everybody else's life. Scarlett Pons, and you can just, you, you can hear in her voice. I, I want to go straight to the, to the last, and then we can finish the, this out. Stacy Thomas at uh, Two Hearts, One Dress on, on Caroline Street. Listen to the passion in her voice, because she's, she's a mom with four kids trying to, or her, and her business right now is closed, and so she's trying to, to run it from home. And you just listen to her voice and just all the different emotions. We've created such a genuine relationship with all of our customers that it makes it really difficult not seeing them in person. Um, and this is, you know, this is where I come every day. <laughs> and you're a mom and you have... I'm a mom and I have four kids and they are knocking on the window. Please stop. <laughs> this is perfect, though, because this this shows what it's like to be a mom it is. And, a, and an owner. Let me tell you, running a business from home with four kids has been super interesting. Um, it's It's been difficult. It's been difficult because, you know, I'm trying to balance being a stay-at-home mom again, which I did for eight years, but yeah. I haven't done in three, with you know, being a business owner and still trying to keep my business. And we have to hustle even harder as small business owners right now in order to keep our businesses afloat during this time. Like our bills don't stop the same way that your yeah. home bills don't stop. So not only do I have, you know, a home mortgage and electric bill and internet bill and food, we also still have store things even though we're not in the shop. And and 95% of my business is from foot traffic and people who are walking in my stores. So my online sales are 
vastly different and not quite enough to support our online, you know, our, our yeah. shop. Um, so the biggest concern for a lot of business owners down here is maintaining a float during this time, and especially with the governor just announcing that this is through June 10th, we're looking at months of not being in our stores. And that makes really difficult for maintaining sales, for maintaining relationships, for keeping up your social media when you're balancing everything at home. It's, it's a lot. Just a lot of the stress, a lot of the, um, it, it's hard. It, it's, it's hard for all of us, but I think you, you get a, you get a unique perspective when you d- see some of the diff- different owners and, and, and just all the balls that they're trying to juggle. No doubt. And you do, you, you see the emotion on their faces, you, you hear it in their voice and it's every day. It's an everyday process until all of this is, uh, easing up, which one day it will. Um, we just don't know how long that's going to be in some cases. And that is a hard thing for our area businesses to hear. She told me a funny story that we didn't include here, but that, um, earlier last week she was doing, a doing like a Skype call with somebody. And so she put her four kids on the, on the couch at home and said, unless one of you have to go to the hospital, I can't have you bothering me like for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Just sit here. How many conversations are parents having yeah. like that with their kids right so now? She then said she goes and she does the call in another room. And she said the kids heard, you know, like the beep, you know, when you, when you hang up. And as soon as that beep came, one of the kids came running into the room and said, Mommy, can we bother you now? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, Is it time? Yeah. So a lot of those kinds of conversations. That's what. It's just, uh, with, with all of us, it's just, it's, it's, it's difficult. And you are starting to see now with, with, with some of the, especially some of the restaurants that are open, you're starting to see, and it's, again, it's on our, it's on our Facebook page. Um, yesterday, uh, Maria Martin at, at uh, One More Taco downtown, did a long thing and they have just been they've been providing they've been food phenomenal yeah for the elderly and for for some of the hospitals and she mentioned she just doesn't know how much longer they can go of course because it's because last week especially i i heard this from a lot of restaurants they started to see a pretty big drop and they're trying to look at that and trying to look at just the unknown and just thinking at least for the short term, they're going to, a lot of them are, th- are thinking of closing. I, I, so I that, remember, those are, the, those are the tough decisions. I remember uh, reading an article um, that where they highlighted uh, Juan More Taco, and she, and she had made a comment that it just struck me. I mean, they are doing so many things to reach out, like you said, for our community and do everything that they can, as well as stay afloat uh, as a business. Um, but she said, if we're going down during this, we're going down helping our community. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, what a yeah. great, I mean, what a great attitude to take. And, and we certainly don't want them to go down by any stretch but uh they are doing good things and i know they're feeling it um feeling it too so as we mentioned uh, several things that you can have um just to know as far as information goes websites and things like that we've got a, a ton of information on our facebook page make sure you go there at b1015 fm a ton of people not only on our facebook but also texting into the studio asking us questions about uh, being able to make donations to our area hospital if you want to make donations to mary washington Healthcare, you can do that. Uh, they have a, a donation drop-off area at the main entrance, twenty-three hundred. 
1500 Fall Hill Avenue from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Someone will greet you there and you need to bring your donations in a plastic bag, um, uh, a grocery bag or some sort of box. And and they also put out a statement, uh, Mary Washington, saying if you're wondering about the governor's stay-at-home order and how that pertains to doing things like dropping off donations and stuff like that. But the stay-at-home order does allow for volunteer work and charitable work with organizations helping during this time. So that is absolutely fine. One of the other things uh, I've heard of people wanting to make masks to donate. Um, on the Mary Washington Healthcare website, I did want to mention this, they have a very, very extensive list of uh, instructions for doing that. Really, really helpful. If you want to make a like a standard mask with a wire nose piece, they have instructions there. Uh, N95 mask cover with ties, N95 mask cover with elastic, face shields, they have all the instructions as to how you can help and what they need. Surgical caps, they're, they're getting some instructions for that coming soon. Um, and they say you may even be able to get free supplies to make a mask at your local like fabric store if you ask uh you never know because some of the crafting stores and fabric stores are trying to do all they can Mm -hmm. to provide uh everything that they can provide as well um so check out the mary washington healthcare website they have all of the instructions as far as what they need how you can help make those things at home um and and which ones they can take i'm also thinking about our friends at children's national during this time um, as you know, we, we love to raise money for that hospital um, on a pr- pretty continuous basis, and they are in need constantly of things as yeah. well. On their website, childrensnational.org, they have a big explanation of how kids can get tested uh, for coronavirus. So that is very important. If they have a drive-through testing, you do need a doctor's order, I believe, still uh, to go get that one, which is the case in a lot of places. So that's something you'll want to check out. But childrensnational.org, if you're interested in donating to the Children's Hospital, they have a, a great list of instructions there. Um, something a lot of people forget during that time, uh, during this time, because they, they still have patients, come kids coming in there with many, many other things mm-hmm. that are not related at all. Uh, so they have to keep operating, which is so important that we help uh, we help them during this time. And also the uh, Virginia Department of Health hotline. There is a uh, fantastic hotline that you can call if you have questions. One eight seven seven ask VDH three. One eight seven seven ask. VDH3. And then the last thing is uh, the Rappahannock Area Community Services Board has been a huge uh, help with information. They've got a ton of great things on their website regarding uh, dealing with anxiety during this time, answering kids' questions. Um, So really, they've they've been a big help. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they have. And uh, yeah, as far as mental health goes and in, in, in various things, check out uh, Rappahannock Community Services Board because uh, they can provide helps, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's And it's so important uh, if you have questions to make sure you reach out to someone with those questions, which is uh, hopefully something that we can help do is point you in the right direction. Our website is B1015.com. Uh, local businesses can sign up for the uh, business spotlight. And the last thing I want to mention is if you do have it to uh, to give at this time, we've been talking about our virtual food drive for mm-hmm. the Fredericksburg Regional Food Bank. Boy, have they been out in this uh, in this crisis yeah. trying to be there for anybody and everybody. Just looking at the pictures on their Facebook page uh, from the food bank. Just amazing the things that they're doing, yep. the drive through distributions. And I know they 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 still need volunteers all the time. Uh, it's, it's a long lines to get you. It is. Yes. And so they do a couple of those during the week, um, but they also go out and help with the school. Uh, school lunches and things of that nature. So if you can give to our virtual food drive, 
drive. We are also uh, very excited to be raising money for them during this time because uh, those 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 distribution moments that they have go very fast because uh, you're right, Ted, the line is very, very long. Yep. Uh, so check it out on our website. You can donate right there. B1015.com. Just type in the keywords food drive. B1015.com keywords food drive will get you to the Fredericksburg Regional Food Bank. And hopefully we will start to see some light uh, at the end of the tunnel soon. We'll keep talking about it. Yes. We'll stay home and we'll hopefully get there soon stay home that's the uh that's the key word thanks ted this has been a uh, another informative sunday together so uh thank you for that and of course uh this goes on our podcast so make sure if you uh, would like to get this information out to anyone b1015.com keywords sunday morning for the sunday morning podcast and again a big thanks to mary washington healthcare our sponsor